section thirteen of in old plantation days by paul lawrence dunbar this librivox recording is in the public domain dandy jim's conjure scare dandy jim was very much disturbed when he came in that morning to shave his master he was dandy jim because being just his master's size he came in for the spruce garments which henry desmond cast off the dark-skinned valet took great pride in his personal appearance and was little less elegant than the white man himself he was such a dapper black boy and always so light and agile on his feet that his master looked up in genuine surprise when he came in this morning looking careworn and dejected and walking with a decided limp to the question why what on earth is the matter with you jim he answered only with a doleful shake of his head why you look like you'd been getting religion no i ain't quite as bad as dat mass henry religion fecks de soul but hits my body dat's fected you've been getting your feet wet i reckon and it's cold i wish twas i wish twas said jim sadly you wish it was well what is the matter with you mass henry kin you let me have a silver dime i's been hurted jim i tell you i's been tricked and you believe in that sort of thing after all i've tried to teach you mass henry i tell you i's been tricked dey ain't no spootin de signs teachin or no teachin well i wish you'd tell me the signs so that i'd know them it's just possible that i may have been tricked some time and didn't know it don't joke mass henry don't joke dis is a serious matter and if you'd ever been tricked and it done right you'd a knowed case dey ain't no spootin de symptoms dey's mighty well known when a body's tricked dey's tricked and dat's the gospel truth do you claim to know them don't i tell you i's a sufferin fum dem now well what are they well for one ting i's got a mighty misery in my back and i got de limb trembles and i's des creepy all over in spots dat's a show sign whenever you feels spotted i tells you mass henry somebody's done laid for me and cotch me i wish you'd please sir give me a piece of silver to lay on de place what will that do why i wants to be right show for i goes to a conjure doctor and ef i is tricked de silver it'll show it doubt a doubt it'll turn right black jim said the white man as he handed over the silver coin i've never known you to talk this way before and i believe you've got some other reason for believing you're conjured besides the ones you're given me you rascal you've been up to something the valet grinned sheepishly hung his head and shuffled his feet in a way that instantly confessed judgment come own up now pressed his master what devilment have you been up to i don't see how it's any devilment for a body to go to see the gal he like uh-huh you've been after somebody else's girl have you and he's fixed you eh i didn't know lies was going long uh, anybody else twill i went in there de other night to see her 
and even den she never let on nothin we talked her long and laughed and was havin a mighty fine time you see lies she got a powerful drawin way about her i kept on settin up nigh and nigh to her and she kept laughin but she never hitched her cheer away so cause i thought it was all right and they want nobody else to keep un company wid her when lo and behold des as i was about to put my arm around her waist who should walk in de dough but one dem great big red-eyed fellows cause i drawed her way for dat man show did look dangerous well cause a gentleman got to show his manners so i ups and says good evening sir and makes my bejunce umph dat man never answered no more i'd been a knot on a log and him another then lies she up and say good evening sam and bless yo soul ef he didn't treat her de same way he des went over in de corner and sot down and there he sot a lookin at us wid dem big red eyes a hisn a fairly blazin well i see dat lies was a gittin on easy and cause hit ain't never perlite to be a inconvenience to a lady so i gits em takes my hat and takes my departer the fact in other words as you ran from the man no sir i person couldn't exactly say i run i did come away kind of fast but you see i was thinking about liza's feelings and it seemed like ef i'd git out of de way it'd relieve de strain yes your action does great credit to your goodness of heart and your respect for your personal safety jim jim flashed a quick glance up into his master's face he did not like to be laughed at but his eyes met nothing but the most serious of expressions so he went on dat as two nights ago and ever since den i've been feelin mighty funny i des moan low dat sam done laid from me and cotch me in de back and leg you know mass henry dem are red-eyed people dey mighty dangerous and it don't do nobody no good to go long a foolin wid dem if i'd a knowed that dat sam was a goin long a lies i surely would have fed em both wid a long spoon i don't want nobody plantin tings for me jim you're hopeless here i've tried my best to get that conjuring notion out of your head you've been brought up right here in the house with me for three or four years and now the first thing that happens you fall right back to those old beliefs that would be unworthy of your african grandfather mass henry i ain't goin to dispute none o' yo teachins and i ain't goin to argy wid you case you my master and it wouldn't be perlite but i des got one ting to say dat piece o silver you give me oh tell de tale the valet now having finished his work and his complaints went his way leaving his master a bit disgusted and a good deal amused these great overgrown children he mused still frightened by fairy tales it was late in the afternoon before the master saw his servant again then he opened his eyes in astonishment at him henry desmond was sitting on the porch when the black man hove in sight he would have slipped round to the back of the house and entered that way had not his master called to him dandy jim a dandy no longer approached and stood before his speechless owner he was a figure for gods and men to behold he was covered with dirt from head to foot 
his clothes looked as though he might have changed raiment with an impoverished scarecrow one sleeve was gone out of his coat and the leg of his trousers was ripped from the knee down a half a dozen scratches and bruises disfigured his face and when he walked it was with a limp more decidedly genuine than the one of the morning but the feature that utterly surprised henry desmond that took away his speech for a moment or two was the beautiful smile that sat on jim's countenance the master finally found his voice jim what on earth is the matter you look like a storm had struck you oh mass henry i ain't conjured i ain't conjured you ain't conjured well you look a good deal more like you'd been conjured than you did this morning i should take it for granted that a whole convention of witches and hoodoos had sat on your case no sir no sir i ain't conjured at all well what's the matter with you then why sir i see dat red-eyed field hand sam and he put nigh wallop de life out of me yes sir he did well you take it blessed cheerful dat's because i knows i ain't conjured didn't the silver turn black you know it might not have had time yet mass henry i ain't bothered nuffin bout de silver i ain't pendin on dat de reason i knows i ain't conjured sam he done whooped me i was goin down to de field long bout dinner time and who should i meet but sam hold on jim he say a settin down de bucket he was carryin to de field hold on he say and i stopped twill he come up jim he say you was down in the quarters a settin up to miss lies night before last wasn't you well i was present say i on dat occasion when i had the pleasure of meetin you never mind dat never mind dat he say i don't want none o' your fine woods what you learn up to de big house and uses crooked down in de quarters but bless your soul mass henry dat want true i do want none o' your fine woods then he took off his head and rolled up his sleeves he surely has got awful arms i's goin to whup you says he and well sir he did he whupped me most scandalous he diswalloped me all over de ground oomph i never shall forget it why dat man lacked to wall me out seemed like when he first started he was des goin to give me a little dressin down but he seemed to waken to de work as he pursued his course when he got though he say now ef ever i sketches you foolin round miss lies again i'll break you all to pieces then i come away rejoicing cause i knowed i wasn't tricked well you're the first man i ever saw rejoice over such a thrashing as you've had what do you mean how do you know you're not conjured why mass henry what's the use o conjurin a man when you can whoop him like dat hain't dat enough satisfaction dey ain't no need to go round woken and wid roots when you got such fists as sam got but you had so much confidence in the silver this morning what does the silver say la mass henry after sam whooped me dat way i was so satisfied in my mind that i just took off the silver and bought liniment wid it you kin cure bruises wid liniment and you allus knows just how to reach the case but conja that's different and jim limped away to apply his lotion to his sore but unconjured body in the section thirteen